your father another opportunity God to be in your presence I want to say thank you I want to say bless your holy and precious name God let this word that's coming forth in these next few minutes be words that will lift somebody's soul that will bring somebody out of deliverance that will God oh, I should have said someone bring someone to deliverance bring someone out of captivity bless your word God anointing that be a word for such a time is now in Jesus precious name glory to God while wow, wow, they're singing that song, <clears throat> I guess my servant will stir it up already. Well, sending up my timber. We'll discuss that maybe another time later on. But right now, we're going to go out of 1 Corinthians here, chapter 2. Let me just read for a little piece here, starting at verse 1. And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellence of speech or wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. How be it? We speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor the princes of this world that come to naught. But we speak with but we speak with the wisdom of God in a mystery, even a hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world into our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew, for they had known it, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Let me read this one more again. This verse 8 here. Which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Oh my goodness. Today, September 11th, 2016. It's been up broadcast across the news all across this nation. Even spoken to in many houses of worship. And I'll tell you the truth, I'm gonna entitle this message, I'm this little brief word, I still get angry. Because when I recollect what was going on back then some years ago, I remember I worked for the Baltimore Police Department. And I was at the house relaxing, making ready to go to work that day, and watching the TV, and next thing you know, all kind of things have been going on. When I found out what's going on, I began to get angry. Because there were people who don't like our way of life here in this country. Moreover, they don't like Christianity. What do you think that opposes their worldview? And so they took to the sky in airplanes and began to attack this nation. This nation, whether someone believe it or not, was predicated upon Judeo-Christian values. And I hold those values there. I make no bones about it. I am a Christian down to the marrow of my bones. You will find Christianity in my DNA. More specifically, you will find Christ all within me. I will not give it up. I cannot give it up. And so I'm angered 
when 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 the word of God is attacked. I'm angered when my way of life is attacked. Because my way of life, as I strive to live, is predicated upon the word of God. And when that is attacked, I get angry. I still get angry. When I see pictures of those towers falling down, I still get angry. When I hear about those people jumping out of the windows because they saw no other hope, I still get angry when I hear about the airplane that flew into the Pentagon there in Virginia, Northern Virginia. I still get angry. I still get angry when I hear about the plane that went down in the field in Pennsylvania, Shanksville. I still get angry because not only was this country attacked, but I take it personally. Especially seeing how I worked in a law enforcement agency. Law enforcement died so that others could live. And what a wonderful segue into what I want to talk about here for just a couple of minutes. See, Paul here in Corinthians, he, he does not take the death of Jesus Christ lightly. I, I, I'll revisit here. Verse 2 in 2 Corinthians chapter 2. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. I get angry when people tell me that Jesus is not real. I get angry when they tell me he's just a mere prophet. Because you know what? He's more than that to me. I, you know what? The thing about it is sometimes you got to take a thing personally. Because if you don't take it personally, it doesn't mean a whole lot to you. But I take the death of Jesus Christ personally. He died for me. I firmly believe that when Jesus was up on that cross, he looked down through the ends of time and saw William James Carter. I get angry when you tell me that his dying was in vain. I get angry when you tell me he's not deity. Because I take it personally. I get angry when you try to take away my Lord and my Savior. To tell me that it was a hoax. That he really wasn't killed at all. I get angry. Because I know that in me, my Savior lives. I still angry about those towers getting knocked down in the Pentagon in Shanksville. Those people died. Only because others were angered at our way of life. Here's the thing about Christians, though. I'm talking about real Christians. We have every right there is for a righteous indignation. But here is the difference. Christians don't seek to kill those who don't believe the way they believe. Instead, we seek to love them and to embrace them and to bring them in should they choose to come in. So I get angry when my brother not killed because they stand for the gospel. Well, you know what? I stand now and I'm going to keep on standing. I will not let go. I'm going to hold up the bloodstained banner. I promised the Lord a long time ago I wasn't going to quit on him. I promised it then. I didn't know what was going on then. I hold true now. But Paul kept on talking. Them the wrong glasses. Let me get the right pair here. So as I can see what I'm reading. Yeah, that's the ones I need. And Paul kept on talking. Down in verse 8. Which none of the princes of this world do. Go ahead and read your scripture now. 
For had they known it, had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Uh, there's so much in that one verse. I don't have time to get into it right now. But let's, but let's put it to you like this. Had the powers that be known what rested in Christ, they would not have killed him. That's basically what the scripture is saying. Had they known he was the king of glory, they would not have killed him. Had the devils known what the end result of his death would be, they would not have killed him. You see, because Christ died, we live. Oh my goodness. I feel like preaching this thing and don't have time to preach it. Because Christ died, we live. Because Christ laid down his life, we can now pick up ours. The preacher was talking this morning, I was listening to the sermon. It really, no, uh, it wasn't the, the preaching, it was the Sunday school lesson, the Bible class. The preacher talked over there to Romans chapter 6. I, you know, I just, I just, oh, goodness gracious. Y'all don't know this. I'll get myself all worked up here. I, I love this word. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, my goodness. Mm, mm, mm. I should have stomped on that floor that way. Let me start at verse 6 in Romans 6. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin, mm, 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 I'm getting all worked up here, uh, might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. Verse 7, for he that is dead it's freed from sin. I'm going to put this Bible down here. Because I'm getting myself all kinds of worked up. I love this word. I want you to understand that. That's why I still get angry when the word of God is attacked. It's a righteous indignation when they lie on my Jesus. I'm wondering, those of you out there, what gets you riled up? Does it get you riled up when they talk about the clothes that you wear? Or the car that you drive? Does that rile you up? Is that worth getting riled up for? Uh, do they, uh, does it get you riled up? Whenever uh, they talk about the house you live in. Or the job that you have. How bad a job it is. Brethren and sisters. Children of God. I hope. That your life is not so wrapped up in these minuscule things. But that you got your face set like a flint. Because it is your determination to make glory your home. I have determined that. I cannot quit. I will not quit. That's why I still get angry. Whenever they attack my Lord and my Savior. This word is important to me. I still get angry. What about you? What about you? Do you love God so much that the mere attack on him angers you? Should it? Should it not? I don't know. I don't know people of God, but I will say this one thing. I, I still get angry.